The future is now, and the buzzword is cloud. The Amazon and Google cloud services represent a new dawn in the computer age, taking the strain away from your desk and laptops. Invisible machines process your information nebulously. The servers that make this all possible all run Linux-based software. Cloud computing is the distribution of storage and the distribution of resource somewhere on the internet. Andrew Smith from the Open University. It's distributed across continents, it's distributed across data centers. Within that, then you can have cloud applications and cloud storage. Some of you possibly use Google Docs. There is some processing going on somewhere to help that. What Linux has enabled is the high availability of cloud computing. Linux is renowned for not going down, which in a data center perspective and a cloud computing perspective is exactly what we need because we don't want the clouds going up and down and we definitely don't want it raining upon us. The gathering clouds may run on Linux, but how well does Linux run on the clouds? Well, GNU Linux fits into the cloud environment very well. John Madog Hall is the executive director of Linux International. Of course, it's a free operating system for putting up into rack systems. You don't have to pay royalties on the, on the various operating systems. You don't have to track licenses and things like that. That's very important in a virtual environment. So there's lots of different things that would allow Linux to work very well in the cloud. And the fact that people like Google and Amazon and a lot of other cloud companies are looking at Linux as an operating system. The fact it's used on 98% of the top 500 supercomputers in the world. These are all things that show that Linux is very malleable to go into a cloud situation. In a future where your Linux distro of choice runs on Linux-based clouds, we will still need physical devices, things to hold, mobile gadgets for accessing our data and the net. These devices will need some sort of software, something like a really lightweight, low-footprint operating system. Now I wonder, what would fit that bill? I know. I'll Google it on my Android-running smartphone. Oh... The Linux kernel was chosen by Google to do Android and to do Chrome OS. It is the most used operating system in new embedded system starts. An Android phone is basically a computer in your pocket. It's got the processor, it's got the memory, it's got the motherboard, it's got the storage, um, it's got the display, it's got the input devices. So as far as the Android operating system is concerned, it's got all the same features in your pocket as you would expect on a desktop computer. Google and Apple are already dominating the mobile device market. But with its unique adaptability and open-source ethos, Android Linux is winning the battle against its fruity competitor. It's worth noting, too, that both Apple OS and Linux are derived from Unix, so the future is undoubtedly Linux-flavored. Studying Linux is an excellent stepping stone to tomorrow's world. Well, I think it's important to have exams on anything, actually, and... Linux is now quite a major force in the IT world. And I think from an employer's point of view, 
it's important for people to be tested that they do know how to use Linux. John Meany is from the Linux Professional Institute, which offers internationally recognized work-based qualifications in Linux. Open University course T155 includes this qualification. The advantage of doing a course and, and getting our certificate, in a, in a business sense, if loads of people take courses but don't take a test, it means nothing to me. They've got to take a test. The great advantage of having that certificate is that whether I go to Toronto or Trondheim or whatever, everybody recognises that international certificate. And that's tremendously powerful. You can say, of course, the same for Microsoft. Now, you might have, as part of this education, you might end up with a Microsoft, a Linux and a Cisco certificate. Absolutely great. But they'll say you're a more rounded person if you have that for Linux than just Microsoft, for instance. If you're going to give a thorough education in, in IT, Linux has to be included. Certainly in the city, it's all Linux. Chris Kent develops Linux-based software. It's just assumed that you will have at least a passing familiarity with Linux and be able to navigate your way around and accomplish basic tasks. So, you know, it's what everyone uses. It's 20 years since student Linus Torvalds posted his intention to make his own operating system. It's just a hobby, he wrote. Won't be anything big. If you're having fun, if you like what you're doing, then you're going to take pride in what you're doing. You're going to show other people what you're doing. And your name and your reputation rides on that. And that's the thing that makes a great operating system. And that is what I think makes open source and the GNU Linux system so good. Happy birthday, Linux. Here's to you. The Linux Effect was presented by Blaine Price, who is Senior Lecturer in Computing at the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu forward slash iTunes U.